Brethren, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. I covet your prayers and ask you to pray with me and pray for me. Pray for us as we continue in these devotions on this subject that many don't like to hear. But we are called upon to preach the whole counsel of God, to preach about his love, to preach about his wrath, to preach about salvation, and to preach about damnation. We are looking at this matter of us given warning. Our text we used last time was Ezekiel 3. I want us to jump over now and use Ezekiel 3, 3, 33. In Ezekiel 33, reading from verse 1 to 9, here's what the scripture says. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, speak to the children of thy people, and say unto them, When I bring a sword unto a land, if the people of the land take a man of their course and set him for their watchman, if when he seeth the sword come upon the land, he blow the trumpet and warn the people, then whosoever hear the sound of the trumpet and take it not warning, if the sword come and take him away, his blood shall be upon his own head. He heard the sound of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood shall be upon him, but he that taketh warning shall deliver his soul. But if the watchman see the sword come and blow not the trumpet, and the people be not warned, if the sword come and take any person from among them, he is taken away in his iniquity but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So thou, son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word at my mouth and warn them for me. When I say unto the wicked, O thou wicked man, thou shalt surely die, if thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way, that wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thine hand. Nevertheless, if the one the wicked of his way to turn from it, if he do not turn from his way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou shalt deliver thy soul. Let's pray. Father, God, as you have warned us, as your watchmen, that we must warn others for you. What a responsibility. I pray, God, that you will help us to do this in love. I pray that we will take warning. I pray, God, that Satan will be defeated and that you will be exalted. Have your way as we share in these devotions and may many come to know you and escape this awful place that's prepared for the devil and his angels. And may many of us take the warning that you have given us that we will go and warn others for you. We love you. We praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Brethren, pray for me as I share these warnings day after day. The song, Christ Receiveth Sinful Men. The third stanza says, Now my heart condemns me not. Pure before the Lord I stand. He who cleansed me from all spot, satisfied its last demand. Sing it over and over again. Christ Receiveth Sinful Men. Make the message clear and plain. Christ, receive it, sinful men. I am so glad 
that Christ receiveth sinfulness, because that speaks of me. And whether you believe it or not, that speaks of you. So let's build a little bit on this matter of take warning. We better take warning. Isn't it true that many modern day preachers have not preached on this subject from their pulpits saying it will scare people away? Isn't it true? Some even say that our focus should be on the love of God in order to bring people to Christ, and it should not be on the judgment of God. Yet it was the love of God which sent the Son of God to this sin-cursed world to save men from hell. In Proverbs 15, 11, the Bible said, Hell and destruction are before the Lord. How much more than the hearts of his children of men. He, it is before him all the time, but even more important, you and I. The word of God declares that there is a hell. In Matthew 5, verse 29 and 30, the scripture says, and if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that the whole body should be cast into hell. In Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 28, what am I doing? I'm proving to you that the Word of God declares that there is a hell. Chapter 10, verse 28 of Matthew. Fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him who is able to destroy both body and soul in hell. Not only that I have noticed that the Word of God declares that there is a hell, I have also noticed that the holiness of God demands that there be a hell. May I repeat that? The holiness of God demands that there be a hell. Well, preacher, why would you say that? Come with me to Psalms chapter 7 and verse number 11. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. Look at chapter 9 of Psalms and verse number 17. In chapter 7 verse 11, he judges the righteous and he's angry with the wicked every day. Chapter 9, verse 17, the wicked shall be torn into hell and all the nations that forget God. Notice something else. Not only that we have seen that the word of God declares there is a hell, the holiness of God demands that there is a hell, but the love of God delivers sinners from hell. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but shall have everlasting life. It was the great preacher of the past by the name of Spurgeon who said, one the boatman before he enters the current. And if he goes and be swept away, he destroys himself. Warn the man before he drinks the cup of poison, 
tell him it is deadly. And if he drinks it, his death lies at his door. Because hell is real, we must preach it. Not with glee, but with tears. Sometimes I am in services and a preacher will be preaching on hell and he would say, the lost going to hell, those without Jesus going to hell. And many of the congregation would say, amen. And that makes me think, amen. So let it be that they go to hell. No, when we preach about this place, oh, we must preach with a broken heart, not sanctimoniously, but with trembling, not with callousness, but with compassion. Ezekiel 33 verse 8, When I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. Thou dost not speak to warn the wicked from his way. That wicked man shall die in his iniquity. But watch this. But his blood will I require at thy hand. In Luke chapter number 16 and verse number 23, when Jesus said, And in hell he lifted up his eyes. He was speaking of a literal place a literal flame, and literal torment. A place just as real as heaven. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. If you do not know Jesus as Savior, take one. The Word of God declares there is a hell. The holiness of God demands that there be a hell, but the love of God delivers sinners from hell. You can be delivered today if you acknowledge that you are a sinner in need of a Savior. Jesus will save you. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next morning to share on the description of this place from the Word of God that is called hell. Lord, thank you that you have rescued us from this place called hell. And now you have given us a responsibility, and that is to warn others of this awful place. And God, something like this can go far and wide. It will take your people, oh God, to do it. So as I sit and share, as you speak to me and as they pray for me, God, I pray that we will partner together and share until God, as many as you desire, would hear before it's too late. Thanks again. Give us wisdom to continue. In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you. This is important. Oh, these are the last days. Share this word with a friend, with a neighbor, with a family member, with a colleague. Share. You never know how far it will go. God bless. Have a great day.